You are listening to episode 12 of the Henshin Dad podcast, and in this episode, I am talking about my top five favorite Power Rangers seasons. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Henshin Dad podcast. I am Wes, the Henshin Dad, and today's going to be a bit of a shorter episode due to the fact that I am, A, kind of going through a lot of stuff work-wise, and I can't really, you know, talk about a whole lot that you know, all the things that are happening right now, there's just a lot going on at work. I am just kind of slammed with a lot of teaching stuff right now. And also because I am prepping for myself and my wife to have a new baby soon, and that's going to be really awesome. And I'm going to be a father of two, and that's going to be fun. But because of that, I am super, super swamped. So this is going to be a bit of a quicker episode, and it's going to be one of those dreaded top five lists that people love and hate simultaneously. I don't really understand that, but that's how it is, it seems to me. And this is going to be about my top five favorite Power Rangers seasons. Now, I'm not even going to really do a whole lot of editing here, so I apologize if I trip over my words a little bit, but let's go ahead and get into it. The five Power Rangers seasons that I've chosen are in some ways typical and in some ways rather atypical because I find that I tend to like things that other people don't like, and I kind of am making things a little bit differently, perhaps. And I apologize if your favorite is not on this list, but this is my personal favorite. So, you know, if you want to go ahead and send me your top five list, please do so through Twitter or through email, or I guess you can call and leave me a voicemail on the Anchor app, I suppose. And let's just get right on into it. So uh, just a quick little note, though, I do not have any of the original three Mighty Morphin Power Ranger seasons on here, because that was like, three seasons where they use just those Mighty Morphin Power Ranger suits. And I have to say, none of them are on my list because, quite honestly, like, it was just kind of 90s cheese, and I don't feel like they did a whole lot in terms of, like, really good storytelling necessarily during those first three seasons. They did okay, but I I, I don't know. I, I, I did not include any of those. So for all of you MMPR purists, I apologize But anyway, number five is Power Ranger Zeo. So that's about as close as you can get to, you know, the Mighty Morphin Power Ranger Rangers and that original team, as it were. And that is number five to me because it is kind of a continuation of that original idea, but it's one of the first big, like, shakeups in the franchise. They finally ditched those dinosaur suits and they have over overtaken over, brought, they brought over the uh, O-Ranger suits. And I thought that those O-Ranger suits for Power Rangers Zeo, as it were, uh, were really cool looking. I really liked all the geometric shapes on it, as well as the entire concept of the Zeo crystal and the fact that they really had to work to get those pieces of the crystal and put it together. And it just introduced a lot of brand new stuff. You have an entirely new uh, command center. You have these new rangers in the form of the new yellow ranger that was sent in to replace uh, the MMPR yellow ranger at that point. So it's like the second, third yellow ranger in the series. Well, if you don't count the Alien Rangers, but I digress. And it was just, overall, I think it was a fairly fun season. It touched a lot on the past, but also kind of blazed ahead with the future, which just kind of seems a little bit, you know, redundant, but whatever. And it just kind of set the precedent for how Power Rangers could go from here. Good storytelling, new villains, and just a lot of fun stuff. Fun ideas, like King for a Day, where Tommy gets brainwashed, kidnapped and brainwashed, and That was really cool. And to see Jason come back as the, or I should say Austin St. John come back as Jason, but as the Gold Ranger instead, and 
all the mystery surrounding who the Gold Ranger was supposed to be, which kind of fell flat for me a little bit, but I digress in there. It was just a generally fun season. So anyway, Power Rangers Zeo, number five for me. I would say number four, then, would be Power Rangers Dino Thunder. And not just because you have Tommy returning as the Black Ranger, but just because it was just a really well done, like, it was like MMPR, but kind of redone in a better way, I would have to say. Because you have these high school students who are not really, like, friends with each other, and they actually, like, exist in their own cliques that have to come together and become, you know, this new Ranger team. And I thought that was really well done, honestly. I, you know, you'll be hearing me say that a lot, well done. It's like I'm talking about hamburgers or something. But, or steaks, I guess. I don't really know meat. But Power Rangers Dino Thunder just was a fun season, I think. And it was very humorous. They, they had some top-notch humor there. And because it was my gateway into seeing Abba Ranger, due to the Lost in Translation episode that I've mentioned a billion times on this podcast, I felt that it did really well for what they set out to do and just you know again seeing Tommy back was a cool thing like don't get me wrong it was good because it had been a few years since his appearance in Wild Force for the Forever Red episode and in this one he has like brand new powers and I felt like they just fit they they were really able to get that bonky bonky wacky weird Sentai footage to work for the season and you know as weird of a transition it was to bring over the White Ranger from Upper Ranger to Dino Thunder, I felt like they did a pretty decent job of it. And, you know, they are, were rehashing the whole Evil Ranger brainwashed plot. Again, like the Green Ranger and Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, and I believe even the, what were they, the Crimson and Navy uh, Ninja Storm Rangers from Ninja Storm. Uh, but it, it, they did it well. I enjoyed it for what it was. And it's just interesting to see those comparisons between the Sentai and the American adaptation, or the New Zealand adaptation, if you will. So anyway, Dino Thunder would be number four. Number three would be Power Rangers SPD, and I think I am choosing that as my third favorite season is because they really embraced kind of like a comic bookiness with it, with all the different frames and the way that they shot the scenes and all of the text and logos and whatnot, really looking very like much like a comic book, and I really appreciated that because I had grown up reading comic books, but also because it just had a really good story. I mean, a lot of the storylines were brought over from Decaranger, as far as I can tell, but they did well. They really, like, implemented a lot of those ideas and really took off with a lot of the, their own original ideas, like, you know, turning the swan... Deca Swan is that her name? I cannot remember her Japanese name specific, but Deca Swan into the Cat Ranger, which... Doesn't really look like a cat, but I think they did pretty well with that. And the entire change of Doggy over to this new, like, scaly dog form was, you know, kind of looks weird. But I feel like they did a really good job with that puppeteering, puppetry, if you will. Um, and all five rangers are just generally enjoyable. And they had all their neat civilian powers that were really unique. And that was fun. And it just had some really good storytelling. I think the whole thing they did with uh, Sam and the Omega Ranger was a little bit weird and not really all that great. I felt like they should have probably just maybe had like another ranger that you could actually, you know, see in human form and really be able to connect with this whole thing from the future and whatnot. And coming back in time was a neat idea. I just wish they didn't have to do it like as a ball of light. But, you know, other than those little things, oh, and the original villains too. Grum, please, man, that guy is menacing. He's like the return of Lord Zed in some ways in my, you know, estimation, but that might just be me. But they did a really good job with SPD. And as far as uh, 
number two, and I accidentally wrote the wrong number here. I wrote it as number four, but it's actually number two, but I'm writing backwards. My number two season would have to be, you know, surprising maybe to some other people, but it'd have to be Power Rangers RPN just for all that crazy stuff that they did, like the whole storyline. Like really and truly, what a really awesome idea to really just go all out and just, you know, destroy most of the human population on Earth in the first episode. And you see that fallout and all the consequences from that and all of these uh, flashbacks to it. I mean, it was just really well done. Like they really had like a decent plan. And honestly, I go back and rewatch parts of it and I don't necessarily see like the change in production or writing staff or whoever it was. I, I need to like delve into that a little bit more about what happened there, but I don't really see it too much. Honestly, it does get a little bit wacky in some places, but I, you can't really do a go under adaptation without getting a little wacky because that source footage is just wacky as all get out. And I love go under, but the way they were able to just completely change the tone and the shift of, or they were able to shift the tone of the Sentai footage to this adaptation that was way more dark and serious. That was something really cool. So Power Rangers RPM, yeah, just a great idea in general and pretty well executed, I think. I, I can go back and rewatch that anytime. And then my number one season probably isn't really a surprise, and it might seem a little bit egotistical in some ways because of the Red Ranger's name, but that would be Power Rangers Time Force. Now, I think this is probably my favorite season for a multitude of reasons, and though I know that a lot of people have looked at it, you know, with more modern eyes and have been able to break it down a little bit and see that there were some really weird inconsistencies in the plot and character motivations and whatnot. And, you know, there, there were some problems with the season, but I really enjoyed it for what it was. And it came at like a really good time in my life, I'd say. I can't even remember exactly how old I was at that point, but I think I was like, in middle school time, yeah, I was still watching it in middle school, and it was just, it just really hit me, I think, and that entire lineup of shows back then, because I think I was, like, watching Digimon at the same time, and getting into different, like, anime shows and whatnot, Dragon Ball, of course, and just this confluence of different programming at the time just really hit me in a very particular way, I think, in my very, not, I want to say vulnerable, but impressionable young years, so Power Rangers Time Force aside from the Red Ranger being named Wes, and it basically just being like a copy and paste of Time Ranger from what I've read. So, you know, take that as it will, but it did a really good job with it. And they really, like, there were stakes and, uh, oh my goodness. It was just a memorable thing. And I, I really enjoyed it. And I could probably go back and rewatch any parts of that, any part of that season, like, really easily and just get sucked right back into that storyline. And it was a good storyline, and it wrapped up by the end, and it was it was well done. I felt totally satisfied with how they ended it, and I think it's a very bittersweet season for me and for, you know, good story reasons. So anyway, uh, I, I would be remiss, though, if I did not give an honorable mention, and I'm not even sure where this would fit necessarily in my ranking, if it would be number six or beyond that, but... Power Rangers in Space also did something really great. And I know a lot of people say that's their favorite season. And I would be remiss if I didn't mention it. They did a really good job with that season as well. And wrapping up the whole Zordon era. I even think the crossover with the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was a great idea for the time. Because they were on TV. So, you know, why not make use of these suits and this different property that they have available to them. So I thought they did a great job with Space. 
in space, however you want to say it. I haven't watched Mega Ranger yet, but clearly it's not like the source material <laughs> in any way, shape, or form. But anyway, those are my top five favorite Power Ranger seasons, and I thought this was going to be a shorter episode, but I ended up talking about Power Rangers Zeo for a lot longer than I thought. So this is actually going to be a decent length episode for me. But anyway, give me your thoughts on what you think are some really good Power Ranger seasons and why and their merits. I mean, honestly, probably within my top 10, I'd probably even mention Operation Overdrive, which I know people hate, but I am just a weirdo. So, you know, take that as it will. And I thought they did some really good things with that season as well. But, you know, give me your top five favorite Power Ranger seasons. And I'm probably going to do a lot more top five lists in the future, especially when I'm kind of in a busy time in my life. And these are pretty easy to just put together and ramble on about for however long I need to. So thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. And you can get all my contact information at the end of the episode. And I hope that you have an awesome, awesome week. Complete. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Henshin Dad Podcast. If you have any questions or comments for me, please feel free to reach out to me. I am at Henshin Dad on Twitter. That is H-E-N-S-H-I-N-D-A-D. Or you can reach me by email at henshindad at gmail.com. And until next time, cast off.